Welcome back to Cancer Perspective. Thank you for joining us. In the month of October, we also acknowledge Liver Cancer Awareness Month. The skin is the body's largest organ. The liver is actually the largest organ inside the body. It's located under the ribs on the right side of the body. The liver is a filter that filters the blood in the body, takes out poisonous substances, and helps us to rid ourselves of things that would otherwise destroy us. The liver is responsible for producing bile, the digestive fluid that helps take away fats and wastes. The liver maintains a healthy blood sugar level, regulates clotting, and serves in hundreds of other vital functions, including as the filtering process, removing bacteria from our bloodstream. The liver is made up of cells, particularly the hepatocytes. And again, we go back to our Greek roots in medicine. Hepar is the Greek word for liver. So hepatocytes or liver cells If you have inflammation of the liver, it's hepatitis. So one of the types of cancer can be called hepatocellular carcinoma, or HCC. Hepatocellular carcinoma is the most common form of cancer in adults. And there are subtypes of hepatocellular carcinoma that the pathologists look for when performing a biopsy analysis. We talked about cancer of the gallbladder, and that's part of the bile duct, which sometimes is considered liver cancer as it's an intrahepatic cholangiocarcinoma, part of the liver's function in making that bile. You can have angiocarcinomas or angiosarcomas and hemangiosarcomas. These are very rare blood vessel type cancers. And then there are hepatoblastomas, and these are very rare and usually found in children rather than adults, most often under four years old. There are benign liver tumors. If you were to have a problem within your liver system, maybe a provider has noticed abnormal blood levels, and then you have further evaluations, maybe an MRI of the liver or an ultrasound of the liver or a CT scan of the abdomen. And you find a problem and then you have a biopsy of the liver. And you could potentially find benign tumors or lesions that aren't cancerous. As we've discussed on previous episodes, benign doesn't necessarily mean not a problem. It means not cancer. It is not uncommon to find hemangiomas in the liver. These start as a blood vessel and then they become a solid mass. Some that bleed may need to be removed, but most of them do not cause any problems and can stay exactly where they're at. There's hepatic adenomas, a tumor that starts in the hepatocytes but is not considered cancerous. Sometimes these grow large enough that they do become a problem and have to be treated. And then there are cancers that start somewhere else and metastasize to the liver. Those are not considered liver cancer. And if you've been following along, you understand that wherever a cancer starts, 
is that cancer's name, such as colon cancer that travels to the liver is still colon cancer in the liver. It's what that cell started out with in order to turn cancerous and remains the problem and may ultimately decide what the treatment is. The treatment for hepatocellular carcinoma is likely going to be different than metastatic colon cancer. Some signs and symptoms of hepatocellular carcinoma include maybe having a referred pain, a pain that your body senses somewhere else, and that's often the right shoulder blade or right upper back. That's also considered a gallbladder illness sign. If you have unexplained weight loss, a lot of times the body's attempt to maintain a balance causes an increase in metabolism that causes some weight loss or difficulty processing your food so you're not quite as hungry. Feeling a lump under your ribs on that right side of the body, becoming weaker and more fatigued, easy bruising or bleeding, pale, chalky-colored bowel movements with dark urine. These are bowel movements that aren't having as much bile, and the color is noticeably different than a normal bowel movement. And then yellowing of the skin or the eyes. That's called jaundice. Jaundice happens when the bile starts to build up within the blood system. Jaundice can cause itching as well. Some risk factors for liver cancer include having cirrhosis. Cirrhosis is a diagnosis of some sort of liver illness that causes a change to that filtering part. A lot of times people think about cirrhosis being caused by excess alcohol. Non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, NAFLD, or sometimes called NASH, N-A-S-H, non-alcoholic steatohepatitis, is a type of liver disease that can cause liver scarring, which is cirrhosis, and then lead to liver cancer. Obesity can cause excess fat in the liver and cause that same scarring. Diabetes, the malfunction of glucose metabolism, and that's part of the liver function, can be a risk factor. Viral hepatitis, meaning a virus caused hepatitis. Hepatitis C and hepatitis B are both types of viral hepatitis. There's a series of vaccines for hepatitis B prevention. There is no vaccine for hepatitis C, but both can be treated with antiviral medications. Being over the age of 60, as we've discussed before, most cancers are a product of aging and more and more insults to our system. And then being born male is a higher risk factor than being born female. Just like most of the other cancers, there are often multiple different treatment options. There is surgery, removing a part of the liver or a hepatectomy, or removing all of the liver, that would require a liver transplantation. More common is a biopsy followed by targeted treatment, maybe radiofrequency ablation, meaning you use heat to destroy the cancer cells, or embolization, 
That can be chemoembolization or using chemotherapy to go directly into a tumor, blocking the blood flow to that tumor using the chemotherapy, allowing that drug to stay in that tumor for a while. There's radioembolization. That's blocking the blood flow with radioactive beads and delivering radiation directly at that tumor. There's traditional radiation therapy that uses radiation for maybe a larger targeted part of that liver. And then there's chemotherapy, immunotherapy, and targeted therapy, all using drugs in a very specific way to target the cancer and minimize the damage to the healthy cells. Side effects of treatment all depend on what treatment options you have and you and your team choose and what were the side effects of the disease that led you to the diagnosis. Because the liver is involved in so many functions, there's a potential to have a lot of different side effects. So you'll need to know exactly what the treatment is and have a full discussion about what is expected for your recovery. As always, we recommend that you get your knowledge from sources that you can trust, your team, and seek to understand fully as you go through this whole journey. The emerald green ribbon represents liver cancer awareness. So wear your emerald green to help support families and loved ones who have experienced the journey of liver cancer. Thank you for joining us. Take care and spread kindness.